0: This is Demand with Disputed, and I am here with tonight's competitors, Mike Lowry and Axel Foley. Mr. Foley, let's start with you. What do you think about the people who think that your time has passed you by and you're too old school?
1: <laughs>
0: All right, then. Well, Mr. Lowry. Some say that you are just a pale and more violent comparison to Axel Foley. What are your thoughts?
2: That's some funny shit.
0: Both competitors believe the outcome isn't even in doubt, but around here we all know everything is disputed. Welcome, adjudicators, to another episode of Disputed, where two fictional characters go head to head, armed with their only their advocates, and you will decide the outcome. Everything is disputed. Hello, fellow nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Hello, fellow nerds. I'm Damon, father of two, husband of one, AKA the Damon DeLorean. You may also know me <laughs> from such podcasts as Damon Does, A Different World Pod, and 10 Phony Punches.
3: And my co host, well, hello, DeMond. I am Dean. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and those beyond the binary. I'm Dean. You may know me from such podcasts as PodSkear, the How Are You Now podcast, the Boondocks podcast, and surprising sexual facts about Grover Cleveland. So uh, that's, uh, that's 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 the hot new ticket is Grover Cleveland uh, sex secrets. So um, how are you doing, DeMond?
0: Uh I I am okay. I, yeah. I was great yeah. until you uh <laughs> dropped that gro Grover treatment on me. Now I'm a little uh I'm a little shook.
3: Well, you know, I mean you should be shook about what happened between Donald and Daffy. I got the results back. 78% for Donald, 22% for Daffy. So uh, we had nine votes, which is uh, more than we had the last time. So that, that we're, we're growing. So I like that. Yes. So uh, we're we're good. Um, it makes
0: my beating that that'll make the uh, <laughs> the beatings I take the uh, gap wider. So that's awesome.
3: Ah uh, man. Uh, so are we ready to introduce our guests here? Let's get it. All right. <laughs> Welcoming Jeff Lee from the Those Guys Over There podcast also known as the uh, weird trip winner to Dubai from Twitter. Uh, his family <laughs> joke is that he's related to P. Diddy. Interesting fact, he's a podcast host. Husband, father of two, currently spends too much money on NFTs. Welcome <laughs> to Jeff Lee. What's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Jeff. How Red you doing, to man? I'm
2: here from Mike Lowry.
3: Yeah. So you, you've chosen... Uh, Mike Lowry, portrayed by Will Smith to advocate for today. Why did you choose Mike? What 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 drove you to Mike?
2: Oh, that was easy. Bad Boys 2 is one of my top five favorite movies. So um, when I saw, the, you know, you gave me the options, I was like, oh, this is too easy. Mike Lowry.
3: <laughs> Mike Lowry. All right. Well, Damond, would you like to uh, introduce our other guest? Gladly.
0: He's a mediator. Podcaster and pisses, excell- pisses excellence daily, advocating for Axel Foley from Everything Culture Podcast. Mister D Seven Thirteen himself, give it up
4: for Drake. What's up, people? How y'all doing? Also representing black horror humor.
0: Can you say Wait, that again?
2: Horror,
3: I, I horror. Oh, black horror. <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what we don't we uh, you know uh, sex work we sex work is where is real we work support? we support we fully support black whore humor as well so
4: and hey i'm gonna have to coin that one too you know what hey, I'm it's, it's you know, all
3: yours man it's all yours Isn't that could be
0: something in the
2: makings
3: <laughs> without a doubt
0: with black horror, that means Dean's gonna be dead in like ten minutes. Oh, good lord! <laughs>
3: uh, oh, god! That reminds me of that I think I put that that uh, video of uh, when Paul Mooney passed away about him says about white people and ghosts and says white people there are no ghosts, there are no ghosts. If there were ghosts, slaves would be getting after you every goddamn day. <laughs> so. No way possible, man. <laughs> oh, oh man
0: drake drake my man uh, 10 years uh working in child welfare i was looking at your uh, thing i was like man that, i because I, I like writing these introductions and you know right. having a good time with it. i saw this i'm like i can't really mess with this too much so i'm just going right. to tell you uh, that's, t- 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 that's
4: why i put t- is t- excellence and I get
0: that. you know you gotta have balance you gotta <laughs> have, have balance yes sir Um, So you are going with Axel Foley, 80s icon, portrayed by the one and only Eddie Murphy. So what made you go with Axel? Man,
4: once again, I I don't think our generation, our culture, you know, I grew up, you know, I was born in the 80s. So I can't say, you know, I grew up uh, in the 90s. So I'm very familiar with um, the opponent that I have um, in Mike Lowry. And I said, you know, let me do some research. And check out this man, Axel Fold. I've heard great things about him, man. I was not disappointed. It was a different time. And he still kept his composure during those times. But we will get into it. I'm excited about it.
0: All righty. Uh, so how, how are we going to do this? You want to uh, explain how the, how this is going to break down? Yeah, I'm, I'm and... on it. I'm
3: on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this episode brings disputes between, between two well-known and iconic movie police detectives who are going head-to-head to determine who is the best detective in their field. Uh, these are—who are these detectives, you asked? The one of the finest Hollywoods had to offer, Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop, going up against Mike Lowry from The Bad Boys. The rules are— Uh, I have debate timing and I I will listen to you. Moderators, Damon and I can choose to, to extend your time another 30 seconds. So, uh, opening statements will be five minutes rebuttals for each two minutes. Then we will have questions, uh, from Damon and myself to you guys, uh, which you will be able to answer. Those will be two minutes and then two minutes for closing arguments. And then at the end, we will ask you to vote and I will give you the link for that. All right. So I have flipped a coin uh beforehand and uh we are it looks like uh going first will be da, 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 da. uh let's see it's going to be uh Jeff is is going first and he will uh bring his opening statement are you ready jeff you ready to bring your opening statement
2: you ready right, i'm going all to right. be all right
3: so let's let me let me see if i can if i can't make this happen properly uh so i'm going to add the 5 minutes to the stream and hopefully, there we go. You will, uh, let me bring you in the middle here. Uh, well, can I do that? Maybe I, maybe I can't. Um, well, we'll do it this way. Uh, I'm going to rewind it. And see, that's why we're doing this. This is our first uh, big <laughs> pilot. So <laughs> if, you're re- if you're ready, get after it. All good, all good. Mr.
2: Mike Lowry, Mr. Miami's finest himself. Out here, bad boys, one. Couldn't just have it one time. Couldn't have it two times. They had to go ahead and bring it three times, but let you know that it's bad boys for life. So you're going to hear Mike Lowry's name till the day you die. Why is he, why is he going to win today? Well, let's see. He's taking down drug kingpins. He's taking down all the finest women in Miami. He's taking down um, his own partner. But you know what? He brought him back. He brought him back. Mike, Mike is trigger happy, but he always knows he's going to hit the, hit the target in the end. Uh, let's see here. And and let's not forget now that Mike got a kid carrying on his legacy. He's doing the father-son duo thing. So, you know, this is generational wealth we're talking right here. Generational wealth, generational stealth. And um, I got some, I don't know if I should bring it now or bring it for my closing statement. You know, no, I'm going to save it for the closing statement. But Mike also knows his limitations. He does not know the words to the bad boy song. So he always sings the chorus and stops when he needs to. You, you got to you gotta respect somebody who knows their limitations like that. Never take it over the edge. Um, let's see what else. Oh. Trust fund kid. He could have sat back on his laurels. You know what he said? My daddy got all this money, but nah. You know what? I'm going go here and do something for myself. And let's not let's not forget this man had one of the finest glow ups of all time. I don't know if you remember, but if you look at his high school uh, senior photo, brace face, and not just brace face. My man had the headpiece on. But look at him now. Fly Armani suits every day. Ferraris, Porsches, women. Yo, he's living the uh, what the, kind of the Miami lifestyle, and he got to take a car from Dan Marino and Dan Marino wasn't even upset. Can we let, let know that this man is a legend. <laughs> this man is a legend. This man is. A, and, and let's not forget that he was able to date his partner's boyfriend. It, I mean, it his, partner's boyfriend. his partner's sister. I, mean, my father, I talk too fast. But you know what? Date his partner's sister. And he was even cool with it. Most people were just freaked out. But you're like, you know what? You can date my sister. I might he had to hide from him for a little bit just to make sure. But not. Nah, at the end of it, he's like, you know what? You a good man for my sister. My man can prove himself over three hours. That's all it takes. Three hours of movie time. My man can prove himself that he is the one and he's going to prove I'm going to prove to you today by the end of this episode that Mike Lowry is the one that needs to be voted for. i get back the rest of my time.
3: <laughs> all right. Let me, uh, let me reset this here. So um, Mr. Drake, <clears throat> if you're ready for your rebuttal, I will. Uh, I will now add the two minutes to the stream, and you are on, sir. Um, the rebuttal for the introduction of Mike Lowry. Once again, thank you to
4: my uh, opponent here. But I have some things I uh, disagree with quite a bit. Um, Take it down, drug kingpins. You know, he did not do this by himself. He did this with a partner, and he mainly put himself in a lot of situations that was unnecessary as well. As well as um, said that he. Slept with many of the women around Miami, so we consider himself a man whore. I don't think that's something during these times we really want to promote, you know, especially how it led to something we were talking about later on, his child. I know we try to promote that he had a father-son duo. No, he had a bastard that he did not take care of for one majority of the time. And then it was a point that, you know, he's fought his son to the point that. Someone's got killed over it. Very toxic relationship that Mike built for the behavior and the actions that he's done, as well as his trigger happy. That means he's irresponsible. He's trigger happy in several ways. He not only shoot up buildings, but he also shoot up clubs, and that's why we end up in the situation we're in now. We also have that generation wealth. He grew up with just not just he grew up as a trust fund baby. You know who really respect those? You just be honest about that. He came up privileged. It's thankfully, thankfully he had the funds to take care of his brace. cause a lot of people don't have that. But once again, he grew up trigger happy, and he's uncultured in music. How you represent bad boys and you don't know the full song? Come on, take the time and listen. That's, it doesn't take that long. That is extremely disrespectful, especially coming from everything in culture. He benefits, <laughs> once again, of capitalism, and he has no loyalty or friendship truly, because every guy knows you communicate to your brother before you try to smash thy sister. <laughs> we know better <laughs> than that. That is unexcusable. So I want to say, with Mike Lowry, I know he's that Miami lifestyle, but that Miami lifestyle is horrible for a friendship and a leader in this action hero genre. Oh,
3: man. Bringing the heat down to the line. Wow. Whoo. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, uh, you know, Mike Lowery, uh came from, uh, you know, uh, Uncle Phil. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, so uh, well, that was that was pretty damn good. Uh, so Drake, are, are you ready to now do your uh, your opening statement for Axel F? Absolutely. All right, let's get it.
4: Axel Foley, Detroit police officer, poor, broke, but he did it with the kindness of his heart, because he wanted to see a difference in his community. Not only so. You follow Axel from not only one, two, or three. You see his growth as far as being a detective and a Detroit police officer. He didn't want to come to Beverly Hills. He had. It was a need for him to come to Beverly Hills. Not once, not twice, but three times to make a change. His focus, once again, not flashy. He only had a nine millimeter pistol. And that was accuracy. His shooting on point. His main focus is build be charismatic, charismatic build relationships. Not only he stepped outside of being an officer because he wasn't always an officer, he had a life before being a police officer. He had street smarts. He is the definition of street smarts, especially being in the '80s in Detroit. Have you yeah, been to Detroit? But all that being said, <laughs> he really wanted to make a difference. And it even starts out with him just driving down the street, looking at the community, looking what's going on in the street, laughing at kids hitting cars. That is Axel Foley. That is the love he wanted to show in his community. And that's just a little bit about him. Then he didn't drive a flashy car initially, he drove a hoopty. It didn't matter. He wanted to really make that change. Then he knew how to communicate to all people, to the criminals, to the officers, to the attorneys. He was a not only he was a ladies' man, but he was responsible with his triggers as well. He made sure to have a focus and understanding of getting things done. Excellent communicator, once again. He, he didn't have to use guns all the time. He didn't have to threaten children, which we'll come back to that in the um, future. One thing he'll just use his mouth and something to get open doors. That's what he did. Make you laugh. Make you little think about yourself as well. But with Axel, he would travel and he would not. He was never afraid to take the extra step or leap to protect his partners. And at a time in the 80s, when we deal with a lot of, how do you say, racism. He built so many bonds within that time. He met two men from a whole different type of culture on the West Coast. And they didn't like him at first, but they learned to love him to where he met a relationship with them where they went on fishing trips. Something happened to them. He made sure to go and protect them. He made sure to go and avenge them. He made sure to find, and it started with the first one, his friends that he grew up with in the streets. Once again, a poor kid. And he still had his friends to come and he built that relationship back with them like nothing ever happened. And when that went happened, he made sure to avenge his good buddy as well. And he did whatever it took, no matter how many obstacles, no matter the system was in front of him, he made sure to do it. And he never took note for it. And that is once again in one. Then on the second one, he made sure to find out what happened to his friend. Once again, the police chief when he was shot and it was a whole system against that. He continued to push even when his friends that lived in Beverly Hills did not know what to do with new management. He came in and he made it happened. Somehow, some way, he was living in a mansion that was being built just from what he was talking. He didn't have to hurt anybody. He just used his gift of gab or his great talent that we all share as well. On, and on the third one, once again, when his actual his, his police chief was murdered, he saw the face of a person and he made sure he was going to get that ass. It's one thing he made sure he, 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 he's a man of his word. He is a man of his word. We don't and from the 80s to the 90s. And then watching this, I've never seen Beverly Hills Cop 2 until this past week. And I'm like, man, he is a stand up guy. He even made friends with basically um, Walt Disney of his universe. Loved him. Axel Foley is a man of community. He's a man of integrity. He's a man that we should be more alike. And he never slept with his best friends um, or partner's sister. <laughs> And he Damn. joked about sleeping with his, um, his friend was a chief in Beverly Hills' daughter, but he never he protected her, and that's what friends do. I give up the
2: rest of my time. Thank you.
4: All right. Well, Jeff, you ready?
2: Yeah, because it's gonna be quick. All right. Let's get it. So what I heard is that we have an excellent communicator, an excellent orator. But is that all he does? Does he just talk? He talk a good game. Yeah, he can go out here and shoot his little nine millimeter. He can get in places, get out places. But is that all he all he's doing is talking, leaving somebody else to pick up after his dirt. All the things he got to do, he's talking. He's talking. I'm gonna get myself in this situation, but I'm also talk myself out of this situation. He's just gonna talk wherever he got to get into. He got to talk his way through somebody and leave it for somebody else to pick up the dirt. And you want to talk about how he makes communications and makes relationships? How do you almost he could have killed two people? Those two cops he said he said he met in uh, Beverly Hills. Let's not forget that banana in the tailpipe. Yeah, that came off for a comedic effect. But you know what? (laughs) That banana could have caused a whole lot of problems. And you know what? This was the 80s. You know that was a euphemism for something. Just saying. So, (laughs) is he he really really friend to all? Or was that a deeper meaning there? I'm just saying. And you know what? He did have three movies. I I will give him some props for one thing. He did remember the people that he talks to. what was that, the guy's name in the arts gallery? And, uh, number Serge. one, you remember stairs, Got it right. I will give him his proper remember in the face, but he won't remember the face, so he can talk to him again and just use him again. He uses these people. He talks. He uses them to get what he wants. I don't think there's a real connection there, but you know what? It is what it is.
3: All right. Well done my friends. Uh th- I'm 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 really interested in how this turns out. Now uh Devon, do you have any uh you have any questions for uh for for Jeff there?
0: Uh for Jeff. Yeah. Um and Jeff represented Mike, right? That's correct. Yes. Okay. Um oh, my brain just farted. Uh, I did I did <laughs> have my yes, it was correct. My brain just farted. <laughs> um Okay, so Ah, oh, boy! Uh, actually, no, I don't, don't. I'm gonna have to.
3: I'm have to come. you gonna have to come back because it's no. Like, that, just completely that's spread. okay. I, no question because um, yeah, it, it's I, already
2: it's already good. That's why it's all good. Boy. It's all, I, I do
3: have. I do have. I do have one for for Drake. Um, yes. Thanks. Um, had Axel been paired with Marcus, how do you think the uh, the, the uh, Bad Boys would have turned out as a franchise? If, Thank if you for asking
4: been. that. Thank yeah. you for asking that. I think Marcus would have been a happier man. I think he would have been a healthier man. I think he would have been something to <laughs> sit back. Um, oh, oh, and I think he had better self-esteem. You see Marcus was extremely stressed. You know, we, we saw that several times that he had blow ups and it really came. And he said it came from his partner. Not once after we had the first banana and pile, tail of pipe that Jeff brought up, thank you, Jeff. Once again, it shows you how we can build relationships and we can forgive one another. That's true friendship <laughs> right there. Because after that, we was cool. We were straight from two and three. But with Bad Boys and with Mike Lowry, it it, it was consistent. It was drama. It was heartache because it was two when a lot of the the problems and the the fighting and the arguments happened. So I think with not only with, um, I apologize with Mike and with Marcus, but it would, and he put Marcus in a lot of danger. It was unnecessary. And with Axel, it would have been nowhere near as much as danger. And he would have had his back. I know I'm saying Mike didn't have Marcus back, but unfortunately, having someone that is a trust fund baby and being privileged, they don't understand what type of danger they put other people in because of their privilege. They only see what they're doing. But once again, with, uh, Axel being grown up poor, grown up poor, um, broke, they would have fishing. They would have had fun, they would have had more relationships. it, it would have been a more of a productive and safer action to get done. And I think that would have been beneficial always, Fossil Marcus blood pressure, which we know that African-American males suffer <laughs> <with> blood pressure <laughs> higher than <laughs> others here in America. <laughs>
3: Do you, have, do you have one, demand? Because basically I was going to ask Jeff the same question, but just the the inverse. Had Mike become part of Beverly Hills Cop?
2: Well, I got a rebuttal of right, that uh, real quick. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, go, go, go ahead. for it, yeah. You know, we did see what happened when um, Marcus and Axel got together in the multiverse, if you allow me to, you know, bring worlds together here. We did get uh, Axel and Marcus in the movie together. And you know where they ended up? In jail. For how long? For life. Jangalang <laughs> Jangalang lang lang you gonna eat your cornbread? That's what would happen.
4: So I'm that, just that saying.
2: Was, you know, hey, you know, they could have been
4: grandparents. That was Kendrick's souls. But guess what? They were stuck together. They had fun. They enjoyed one another. <laughs> In jail.
2: Okay. I mean, you, you put up with the circumstances. That's where you want to enjoy each other. Be my guest. Hey, I'm once just again. Saying,
4: Part of the system, Jim Crow laws. We can keep going down the line. Once again, it's oh something they were something they were victims of the system. It wasn't them. It, they, they were trying to make a living. Be happy. Shout out to uh, RIP to uh, Rick James, by the way. But it's one of those things with Mike. Mike is such like I was I haven't thought about what would Mike and Axel be like. It hmm. couldn't work.
2: Whew.
4: Axel would know you're a problem. Axel would distance himself from him me because with true people, when you're an eagle, you don't fly low. You fly high. There's a difference. And I don't know if I'm able to rebuttal from some things that was said, but I will wait. Sure, go for it. but it, 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 it's um, it was, Something was mentioned that Axel was all talk. Um, I have to respond to that because, once again, I don't think my opponent understood that, my, that he was not all talk. He made actions. He's integrity. Everything he said he was going to do, he made sure it happened from the beginning of the films to the end. He made sure, full, he was like a Simpsons episode. He said something at the beginning, a lot of crazy stuff happened, and he made sure to end it on it every single time. If he said, I'm going to pop a cap in your ass, he was going to pop that cap in your ass no matter how long it took. And that's what's so great about him, and what he had to do, the things he had to talk and make things work. you don't work you can't worry about the pennies when you're working with the pounds, you understand. <laughs> you know that, that, that's, that's one thing you have to focus on that He looked at the big picture. He cared about people, but he had to make sure to make things happen, to get things done, to protect the people that everyone need. You know you got to worry about the greater good, but he also took the time to look at the people that people may look over. And that was the once, once again a beautiful thing. If it was more like an um, um, a Mike Lowry, Mike Lowry just uh, waved a gun in their face and threatened them and put their life and higher their blood pressure. You not know, to do with that Axel. Axel made you laugh. He made you think. He made you like, you know what? This is not that important. I can worry about something else. And he also made sure to protect people. He he saved lives. And the whole time, it is what it is. No, it's not what it is. This is what's. We are here to do is to make that change, and Axel Foley is a man of change, and he's also listed as one of the top 100, top one hundred greatest movie characters of all time. I do not see Mike Lowry there.
2: Okay, well, who who is the judge
0: here? I mean, this it's a biased uh, category. Empire <laughs> magazine. Empire magazine. Uh, Jeff, mm. I got a question for you about Mike. Actually, uh, okay. How- how how do you think he would have responded to I, I can't think of their name uh uh their um uh jeff Ryan, uh J- judge, Reinhold judge Reinhold and the other guy i can't think of their i can't think of their names but they're i can't think of their names in the movies but how do you think he would have re- interacted with them because uh, as much as we talked we've talked about mike shooting up stuff uh, <laughs> and that and and that is that's true uh, he also was in, in miami and lots of you know uh, but how do you think he would have responded in if he had to go to Beverly Hills especially since he comes from a privileged background do you, how do you think he would have responded and how uh do you think he could he would have handled himself different and or better than Axel he, you know what Beverly Hills would have been right up his
2: alley in Miami he had to toughen up a little bit you know he got to put all these airs. It, it's hard down there <laughs> I see what you're doing, Greg. But now Beverly Hill is right down, right down the way he wanted to go. So all them fly suits he in, he could get in easier. He don't have to wave his gun. He can put on his Armani suit, and I'm gonna get in these things. I'm gonna get to these places. I'm gonna have people. I can use my gift to gab here. I don't have to shoot up because that's not what these people respond to. Mike can talk, but he he can't talk in Miami, and they don't respond to talking. Who was he fighting? Half people don't even speak English. Oh, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm I'm not saying but I'm just saying. But in at Beverly Hills, he could have been out there. I'm we're gonna have this conversation. I'm gonna bring the ladies. I'm gonna bring a lady for you. I'm gonna put over it, make you feel comfortable. And then I got Judge Reinhold in the back saying, boom, let's go get it done. Trigger Mike was always trigger Mike because of the environment. You talk about, you know, the privilege the environment that you are in makes you who you are. He was in an environment that made him a certain way. You go to Beverly Hills, he'll fit right into that environment. I'm just saying.
1: Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey! Uh, did so? Uh, I think it was Beverly Hills Cop Two. Did did uh, did did Axel return the Ferrari in one piece?
4: It was not Axel. It was his friend. <laughs> it was his um it was not his partner. Yeah, but it he, was his responsibility. It was it was his responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. And he on- I think he owned up to at the end. Once again, he took them licks. <laughs> he took his licks. Like he, he can make an excuse, but when he, when he had to own up to it, but he tried to make things work. His friend, his um, his his it wasn't his partner once again, but what they wanted to be his partner. You understand that? They wanted to be with him. Okay, that was a great one. at first, you know, and everybody wanted to look out for him because he knew what type of good person he was. And but even the, even the um the chief, in the chief, the chief was a hard ass, Bogamil. Oh hard ass. Okay, but he knew that Axel was getting it done once again. Axel was
3: getting it done. Oh, the chief in Detroit, uh, and I was Boga. Oh, I was thinking no. of of, of <laughs> uh, from Beverly Hills. Great,
4: his chief in Detroit, and the thing yeah. about it, you know, it was once again. Going back to Beverly Hills Cop 2, he had the do the front. And we talk about how Mike is easy. He, can use, he, he doesn't have the gift of cash like Axel. Let's end that right there. Let's, let, let's stop that right there. Stop. Let's stop that. He has privilege. Yes. Axel had to beg for a stipend. He had to beg for a stipend just to get some show money. Beg for it. Mike, then he don't, he got his show money. We know that he he like he he got it. he ain't gonna worry about that. He use it. I bring out my own money. He can do all that. He can be reckless once again. But Axel had to be resourceful. And once again, we're all here. We all orators so here. We had the same thing. We had He had to use the same resources that we have. He's relatable. Okay, he had to go back. He had to take care when that Ferrari was in his possession. When it was him, it was taken care of. If he did what he could do. But he trusted. Once again, he had trust. He had trust from a partner, a guy to take care of it. But he had to take care of some other things. That Ferrari is one thing, but he had to take care of his people. Man, his people got shot. You know, ride or die. That's really, I'm going to go, I'm going to ride. Every single, once again, every single year, I have to go handle this business. I'm going to trust you, partner. Take care of the Ferrari. You handle this. And you know what? Even when he was getting handled and rationally, like when, about the other police, he knew how to call his friend. Not only his friend, his co-worker is an officer. And like, hey, I need you to play like you're the chief. I need you to do this. I know the chief is not going to understand this right now, but I need you to do it. And he instilled confidence into another person to make sure he continued to achieve his mission. Like, man, come on. Exit folder. Pull the win baby. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just, once again, that was my first time watching that. And I'm just saying, wow, this guy here. Awesome, like he just and every time just laugh, get in there, make it work, you know, just, 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 just,
2: just, just. I liked it. it, it he gave me. He inspires me. You're talking about trust. How how is it not any more trust in your ex girlfriend calling you and saying, "Watch out for my homegirl," because we just got uh, shot up. We just watched, witnessed a murder. It's His ex girlfriend could have called anybody in the world, but who she called? Mike Lowry to watch her best friend, and Mike tried to get some trust from other people. He had Marcus watch her when he had to step out to go make sure everything was straight. Marcus lost her and the dog. (laughs) But you know what? Mike did what he had to do. Ran down the street, shirt flying open. That's not going to stop him. Every time. His shirt will always fly open, but that never stopped him. All the buttons pop off. He's still going to run and get the job done.
3: (laughs) I mean, uh, you, you, never, you, you never saw Axel without the, uh, the sweatshirt. Hey,
2: the swag,
4: the swag, the drip. He's uh, wearing, uh, we <laughs> wearing a sweatshirt in Beverly
2: Hills. He's wearing a sweatshirt in Beverly Hills. I, mean, I mug. know he's called sometimes. Let me ask you this. To what, can what, we talk about the drip?
3: Let me ask you this. Would Mike Lowry have gotten thrown out a window like Axel did? Oh, man. The disrespect, bro. The
4: ain't got arrested. The got arrested. The disrespect. black. Hey. No, because privilege. Yeah, you got money, you know, it get you places. But once again, like I'm wearing this, these colors right here, just because of Detroit, just for Mike. Right. now apologize for Axel, just for Axel. You feel me? No, just Axl, for Mike. You know, so <laughs> Axl, I'm telling you, just for Mike. You no, know, I am wearing it for Mike to show you how real we are. <laughs> to show you how real. Look down. I can wear a T-shirt and still be great. I don't need an Armani money. suit. I don't <laughs> need to have all these expensive cars. I don't need to have. Bazookas, AKs, Uzis, um, all these a things. Tank? I got this, not a tank. Thank you. <laughs> I can have this nine millimeter handle that ass. You know that's that actually I got these. I got these hands, and I got this one gun. I didn't. I, did y'all see him use it? I didn't use any other gun other than the nine millimeter. Uh, the it, consi- that's, no. That the means the he was going against
2: level one. He was going against level one enemies. So Mike had to go okay. against Johnny Tapia. So, Jackie, so Mike so, had to go against so, the witch. She so, controlled the weather. So
3: he has sex with. So inside inside the strip club and, and, and Beverly Hills Cop, how would have Mi- how Mi- how would Mike have handled the guy who came in with the shotgun?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Mike would have been in the champagne room, <laughs> right? But, oh no, you know what? Mike would have had the whole place to himself. That would have been his club. He would have rented a private. Nobody's walking in my private club. You can't come in here with a shotgun. I going to have the bouncers out there keeping you out.
3: So you you you're you're saying that wouldn't it never would have happened in the first place? It never
2: would have happened in the first place. <laughs> the whole club was uh, the champagne uh, room.
3: Would would uh, Mike have quick, would Mike have put uh, a banana in uh, uh, a tailpipe?
2: <laughs> um no, nah, Mike would have put a bazooka in the tailpipe. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I'm, I'm just being serious to that one. Uh, The budget
0: for that movie would have went up on.
4: Nobody (laughs) ever gets in the car. I'm I'm awake. I got some other points to make. I'm gonna let y'all do. I'll be. I'm here. I'm here.
0: Actually, I do have a, a, a something else. Um. Okay, so if I'm not mistaken, uh, Axel Foley in the middle of the movie—it's a small scene. It's before he meets uh, uh, one, one, of the, one of the rich white guys. Um, it's a long the movie, but um, he runs into a young man, a young bald black man, who uh, ends up growing up to be Homie the Clown. Mm. He's the one who gives him the bananas, right? Yep. So mm. how do because and, and we know homie I, I didn't know homie was gay before for for seeing this movie. <laughs> and, hey, you, you handle hand your business, whatever. <laughs> but my question is, how do you, do you think Mike would have uh, handled the uh, the flirting as no. well as Axel did? No, once again, no. Of course. Oh, oh, hold on, that wasn't for me. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just throwing. I'm, I'm throwing. I'm throwing it out there for the. Uh, for everybody. For, I'm, I'm curious about that answer.
2: You think Mike don't like compliments from men and women? If Mike look good, Mike feel good. If somebody <laughs> else make Mike feel good, Mike is going to perform better. So you think he, that compliment won't go far with him? Oh, here you go. I bet you, you know what? He would have gotten three bananas instead of two. <laughs> like no, real bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and they would have got exploded. got plantains. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> He got the whole fruit plant.
4: Um, you know, I, I I would say perhaps because, you know, he's a narcissist. He may would have appreciated it. I would say that heavily. He might would appreciate it quite as well. And I, I just want to make sure to point out that with, I apologize, um, um, Mike. Mike, you might like it because Mike liked that control. He liked the power. You know, he did threaten to, like, rape a teenager. He did do that, a 15-year-old. Um, do you, oh, like Do you like sleeping with men? Have you? you know what? <laughs> you know, yeah, hey, I love, He was looking out. He was looking out for y'all
2: his remember Reggie? Yeah, I remember Reggie. Reggie. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. looking out for his guard. God mm-hmm. Reggie. He <laughs> was trying <laughs> to make
4: sure. He George. pointed a gun <laughs> to a minor with his finger on the trigger. Once again, trigger happy, Mike, <laughs> playing with the to another young black male, get out
3: of here. <laughs> I, going to I'm gonna
4: start attention. calling him Mike Zimmerman. I might start doing that, no. man. Okay. I mean, yeah,
3: that, that's. I mean, I will say that's some definite. I mean, on both Marcus and his side, the toxic masculinity about you know, uh, you know, they, if, if it had been, it's not just if,
4: toxic, he pointed a yeah. gun <laughs>
2: while he was drunk. Would you not want your best friend to do that for your was- daughter?
0: No, no, I don't. No, we don't He was sober it. now. He was sober. Okay. He was acting like he was All right, He was no. sober. That doesn't, make it, that doesn't make him any more irresponsible, but, but I, he was know, sober. I
3: will say that's the, is that the, I think that's the only time that I, at least that I can recall that Will Smith ever used the N-word. I don't remember that and anything else.
4: That that's something I'm gonna have to Google. Yeah, oh, that's, something, that's
0: something
3: to look at. Because I, I remember watching yeah, that scene, and I, and I was like, "Will Smith <laughs> said the N word." Because <laughs> he, I mean, he's, I mean, if you listen to his rap, his rap, is pretty tame. Uh, so, yeah, but I listen to Will Smith on top of other things, and like, he
4: might not have said it in a. Film,
0: but I know he's probably that's just for being black. Yeah. I know yeah. he said it more yeah. than just that. <laughs> <laughs> the Philly really gonna come out at some point. He <laughs> yeah. said that brothers for Philly. you know he, made, he said it. Three, he said 175 <laughs> times before breakfast. Well,
3: it's the Will Smith image. I mean, he's he's cultivated an image since the nineties or oh, yeah. uh, late eighties, actually, with him and with him and Jazz. So. I mean, yeah, go, going past that, I mean, so yeah, he's cultivated this fairly clean image and uh, very philosophical and everything like that. So it's just, it was for me, it was kind of surprising. I know he called August Cino one, but we're not talking about
4: that. <laughs> um, so if I if I can um, reframe us and go go a few steps back and go a few steps forward um, to discuss about, you know, we talked about a situation where how would Mike handle the situation with, I can't remember exactly what, how would Mike handle the situation with a certain group of people, getting thrown out the window, getting thrown out the window. Yeah, yeah. And it had me thinking, how would Axel handle the situation dealing with the Ku Klux Klan? Let's think about that, everyone. Would he have to go and just whip everything out, (laughs) the guns and things, and, you know, I think Axel has such a talent of bringing communities together. Yeah, I think he would have him step down the that, road. That, that's how much faith
3: I have in Axel <laughs> That's a lot of faith. Yeah. <laughs> Axel so you're riding around with Axel. You happen mm-hmm. to go down the bad dirt road. Mm-hmm. And he sees, you both see mm-hmm. Klansmen out there mm-hmm. in their robes. He gets out. Are you say, Are you telling him, get the hey, fuck back in the car? <laughs> what hey, the fuck are you guys.
4: doing? <laughs> hey, I was like, what you doing? Hey, man, come back. Watch. Oh, he would, but he'd give me a Watch. Follow me. I got you. Let me say you this. OK, look. Man, I see y'all looking funny <laughs> like, Here we go. Now, let's talk it out. You know? So I think I, think I actually would have made a little, you know, a little change to some folks. I don't think all the guns still may have been necessary, but guess what? And nine millimeter would hit every single one of them. That's all he needed.
2: <laughs> all he needed. All he needed. You see, this that, that's, that's where the conversation has gone too far away. <laughs> you got too much faith and asshole forward. Uh, and you don't have enough faith in the racism. Like, I know we all hate it, <laughs> but racism is just powerful drugs. Racism is a powerful drug. You can talk to me all you want, <laughs> <laughs> but we done seen in real life how that works.
3: <laughs> well. I love that faith in the racism. That's hilarious. <laughs> what's the name? What, that, what, what, what's is on the, that is on That is on a commercial.
4: <laughs> what, what is the name of the black um the black guy that? um he was a musician i think he played who did he play with i forget who he played with but he talked to the leader of the klu klux Klan from resigning and he has the black man that had the most people from the kkk to resign oh, oh yeah he, yeah I, i've i know you talk about yeah oh.
3: yeah i've seen that <laughs> <laughs> i mean you don't have to put in all the work if you if you just if you got a bazooka. So- <laughs> man, you know, man, you're right. You're right. You absolutely right. Pest control. You know, that's, what I'm got, that's part of the reason I have <laughs> I have the, the bump. No. I, have, I have a bumper sticker on my car that says, "This machine kills fascists." So, <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: I, I, I I am not um, demoting anything about what's his what name, Mike Lowry, on that particular action. I'm hmm. not. I'm just saying, possibly <laughs> actually could have done it
2: in a certain type of way. I'm mad if you kill my closing argument. That was gonna be you know, mm. Mike
3: Lowry kills mm. racism. But, mm. <laughs> well, so a we'll see, we'll see so yeah, I mean, yeah, you do have two, I mean, you you're both from different ends of the spectrum. Ends up being the same. Ends up being the same result, I guess. So, yep. the, the, you know, the, you've you've eliminated the racism, regardless. So, <laughs> maybe they should pair up, <laughs> and whoever whoever doesn't go with Axel, gets the mic. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> Man, it's
4: not too late to do that. About that, man. <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to come with a Beverly Hills Four <laughs> and, a, and, a and a Bad, bad Boys Four? <laughs> uh, what a what a what Beverly Hills Boys! Uh, I don't know how to call it. The bad
3: the Bad Beverly Hills Boys. Bad, man. <laughs> so, hey, it's gonna sell. Bad, I promise you, it's gonna sell. Bad Andy Hills Murphy. Cop. <laughs> bad, bad Hills Hills. <laughs> that sounds like a horror and,
4: movie. Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, and uh, Martin Lawrence. Lawrence.
3: Oh, man. take my money. You see what I mean? Uh, yeah. Just automatically. I go see it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially Eddie in his prime. I mean, uh, you know, yep. he, he, was, he was doing amazing stuff early on. Uh, yeah. And then kind of went the way of the, all the parent movies. So. <laughs> Eddie, Mur-
0: Eddie Murphy got over by laughing. Like he got over like, and everybody has an imitation of yep. the, Eddie, <laughs> and the Eddie Murphy laugh and get this. This is just this is worthless trivia, but um, he actually worked to change his laugh because he knew that he could uh, lean on it to get a laugh from people. So he mm-hmm. completely changed his lab. He changed his lab. Yeah, I,
3: and I will tell Who does that? I will tell you. Let me see if I can oh, find Jesus, Let me let me see if I can find this video here real quick because I do want to show something that uh Will Smith did. Let's see if I can find the video here. I know I have it right here. So I'm going to play this here real quick. So that little lisp that he does right there—that is a very Eddie Murphy thing. That the way he his delivery in that was very much like Eddie. Let me, let me play that again because I heard that I'm like he's—it sounds like he's imitating Eddie. Now let's listen to this again. Because he is Mr. Daisy. Mm-hmm. He's got that that yeah. that little lisp. <laughs> I, I swear the first time I, I, when I heard that, I'm like he sounds like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. Axel
4: Axel Wall. I asked to walk, so Mike can walk as well because um, he's not right. <laughs> let's not give it no. up. Hey, let's not forget about
3: Clavon Little. So, <laughs> Sheriff Bart. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, are we gonna have to? Are we gonna have to put somebody up against Sheriff Bart from one of these? <laughs> I'm gonna sketch, sketch that down. We'll figure out. We'll figure it out. That's right. um, number fifty-one. All right, have we? Have we? Compl- so, has everyone completed their closing statements? Oh,
0: um, Or. I, I I, know. I I can I can
3: continue. to man. <laughs> you know. We're, we're oh, trying to keep famous. we're trying to keep this t- uh, you know tight thirty, and we're already at forty five. So, oh, okay. Oh, okay. do you want to put uh, the two
0: minute timer on them real quick?
3: Yeah, I'll give you two minutes. You ready? If you're ready, all right.
4: Oh, you ready, great. I'm ready. Um, I, I, I'll give it a minute. I would say with Axel Fowler, once again, I've said that Axel Fowler is a stand up individual not only as a a man but as a person in his community as well. He made sure to respect women. He respected children. He respected his community and the communities that invited him in. He made sure to, make, to get the job done. He, he talked big and he made big things happen as well. Once again, that's what you call integrity. When action, he made sure to put his body in front. He made sure to avenge and take care of the people that took care of him. And he made sure to take care of their loved ones as well. He made great relationships from one, two, and three. And those relationships stood the test of time. He stayed fit. His hairline went back a little bit. and But it was okay because he's more than just a flash. He's more than what you see on the outside. It's what on the inside and what he's doing to continue for the future.
3: Thank you. Thank you. So, Jeff, do you have anything that you want to say? Yes. All right. Let me hang on one second. Let me reset this. And there you go.
2: If you're taking across international waters, Mike Lowry will be there for you. If you're stuck in Guantanamo Bay in a live minefield, Mike Lowry will walk that minefield for you. If you are in a burning building about to fall down, Mike Lowry will come back and save you. Mike Lowry will make up for his, atone for all his sins. He will make sure to make everybody around him a better person. He comes back for his children. He comes back for his partner. He comes back for all the women in his life. He comes back. He uses all the money that he has for good. He may be a flashy, fly individual, but you know what? It's all for the better good of the show. I mean, not the show, of the movie, of the life, of the land. Mike Lowry is the man of the people, the man the man, of the money, but the money goes to the people. He, You can do anything you want, but to become a cop, if you're a trust fund baby, that is putting yourself out there as the most Selfless human beings, that's the most dangerous job. You're throwing away all your money from the lives of other people in the city. All I'm saying is Mike Lowry will be there for you. He is for the people. Give him your vote. I'm not a crook.
3: <laughs> all right, gentlemen. Thank you. That was, uh, you know, I, I I don't think I could have asked for a better debate. I think that was that was pretty awesome. What, 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 do, you, what do you think, DeMond? my mic was oh, off sorry about that that was awesome it was beautiful oh
0: my gosh we got we gotta have you guys back when we have a big old fat uh uh super cop tournament or yeah. something. oh yeah i love it uh, oh, yeah.
4: i wish i had like i don't know if y'all if you're on tiktok they gotta wear a cowboy hat and goes
1: what,
3: That's what? exactly, <laughs> exactly <laughs> what the way but i well, what <laughs> Uh, let's say oh do we have a comment here oh so yeah we got a, we got a, a comment from uh, from uh, the 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 great tiara and she says that, that was great <laughs> so she's uh, she's proud of you guys uh, as am I um, you did a great job I mean I, I, for, for our first pilot full pilot, I think this is pretty damn good. So, uh, yeah, this is, yeah, we're, yeah, this is fantastic.
0: So, this is fantastic.
3: So, uh, now that the dispute is ended, it's time to go settle things. Uh, you're going to go here out to disputedpod.com slash Axel V Mike, and that will take you to a poll and you will choose who is the winner. Uh, we will announce the winner on our next episode, uh, which will be two weeks from now. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that should be pretty damn fun to find out how that's going to turn out uh so anything you want to recap about uh demand
0: man there was a lot here we talked about uh the charm of mike lowry we talked about geez louise we talked about axel foley uh ending the clan with the power <laughs> of friendship and a <laughs> kind word uh, we were everywhere today and it was Fan freaking tastic thank you guys so much uh Jeff Drake, you guys were fantastic. I love it, thank you, oh yeah, thank you for having us so thank uh you, yes
3: so uh jeff, uh since you were your first advocate, please give us uh the plugs that you have for for anything that you've got going on your your podcast, your personal, whatever you got
2: yep, so yep, it's your boy Jeff, here from those guys over there, make sure you check us out at t g o t podcast. Uh, It's me and four other buddies. We get drunk and talk about whatever we think people want to hear about. It's our opinions, and we feel like our opinions matter. So y'all come find us out. We drop uh, episodes every Monday. Again, those guys over there. And follow us on all platforms at TGOT Podcast. You can follow me personally at Jeffy Keith, J-E-P-P-Y, the name Keith. I'm just on Twitter um, tweeting about whatever pops in my head between the hours of 12 and 12. (laughs) And Drake?
4: Yes, thank you. Um, Once again, I'm Drake from mister d D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with a purpose. Um, Our focus of our podcast is to bring different people on to hear different personalities and lifestyles and, you know, social norms and things. And later on, have these discussions with panels so we can have a better understanding to grow with one another. Our mission statement comes from where it's a doctor model the words of Dr. Martin King Jr. And it is: He believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other, and they don't know each other because of segregation. Because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So we believe we have a platform built off respect, communication, and consistency. Could because if we get to know each other, once again, we can love one another. But um, you can check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Amazon Music, basically anywhere you can listen to a podcast. If you want to holler at me, we're on Twitter at Culture. We have, you know, fan page and groups on Facebook. I'm on TikTok talking about all types of stuff and getting banned all the time. from talking about (sighs) crazy stuff. (laughs) Uh, And we're also, um, yeah, yeah, we're we're all on IG. I do history facts. I try to talk about as much as we're going on cultures. If you want to come on an episode, we'd love to have you. And, yeah, man, we love it. Thank you all so much. Oh, yeah. Oh, and shout out to Black Horror Humor, (laughs) Black (laughs) Horror (laughs) Humor, Black Horror Humor, where we have two black folks and one (laughs) African-American. Guess what? And we watch horror movies and we critique these horror movies and we bring guests on and we have all types of fun on there. And we do that every Sunday night. So make sure to check us out with Black Horror Humor as well.
3: Right on. Uh, so now demand real quick before I, before I read this, do we, have we found somebody for, for our opposite side for the next, the next battle? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to have to get on. the. Uh, nope. Not a problem. I'm sure we'll find somebody. It's, we got two weeks. So, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, uh, t- so I'll say, I will go ahead and say, uh, tune in next time as we debate debate the most prized pro- professional wrestling ticket as Tim Farley from the arm bar audio podcast battles, a yet to be named advocate in a dispute of sting versus the undertaker. So. Oh. Oh. The wrestlers. Oh man. Uh D- that, Demond has Dem- Dem- got the wrestling background and so yeah, if you want to get involved in that just let us know. So <laughs> I'll find somebody for y'all. I, will I think
2: I think I know somebody. <laughs>
3: there's Bro, a, there's a easy. lot of wrestling podcasts out there so yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. yeah. I think it matches, almost matches uh, the true crime podcast. So (laughs) probably, uh, probably. probably. All right. So um, anything you want to, you want to say, Daman, before we, uh, before we clock out?
0: Vote early, vote often.
3: (laughs) Well, not often, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, please vote. Uh, It's on your screen. Um, But yeah, disputed.com. DisputedPod.com slash Axel V. and that'll take you right to the poll. So, until next time, I'm Zaman. I'm Dean. And remember, everything, everything is, disputed. is disputed. Thanks again for joining us and we'd also like to thank our guests. We would also like to thank those who make the music that make our show so great. We have Hard Fight by Tagirajus, Bike Club by Evil Bear Boris, Fight Makes Right by Atake and This Party Sucks by Done With Fish. You can find them all on freemusicarchive.org. Also, you can find us and all of our information on disputedpod.com links.